More and the Livestock Risk Management Partnership in Minneapolis presents the Winfield Mount Union Wolves. We've got Coach Edwards. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me again. Well, uh, let's go. We didn't get a chance to talk to you after your last game with Danville. You know, Danville has a, a similar style to you with some big players. Uh, uh, but according to Scotty Melvin, you just put on a, a, a basketball clinic. You were firing on all cylinders, particularly in the second half. Uh, walk us through that game and, and tell us what you guys um, kind of took away from that. Yeah, so o- overall we played, uh, I thought, really well. Um, you know, first quarter was kind of back and forth a little bit. Um, we we got a late bucket, I think right at the buzzer at the fir- end of the first to uh, maybe have an 11-10 lead. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, we talked about a few things. You know, they came out uh, playing a defense that kind of had us a little on our heels. Um, weren't sure exactly what they were doing, so um, we were confused a little bit. Uh, but we talked about it at the end of the quarter. We changed what we were doing offensively, um, and then the ball started popping and moving, and, you know, we were cutting off of everybody like – like uh, when we're really good offensively and just started uh, getting easy buckets. And defensively, you know, we were pretty locked in the whole night. Um, guys did a really good job on knowing what their assignment was on on each kid. So um, it just, yeah, we just kind of played that way. Then the second half, they went 1-3-1 a lot. Um, the boys did a really nice job of moving the ball, being patient. Um, you know, making them run and chase to get us and then us finding open guys. And we just continued to, to uh, defend the whole night. So, um, yeah, overall, really good night. Well, uh, I was listening to this IA Sports kind of preview of, of the uh, matchups and everything, and they were talking about how good Danville was. And, and Scotty Melvin's always telling me, you know, this team's really, really good, you know, kind of similar to what you guys do. Uh, tell me a little bit about the Danville team. Well, yeah, like you said, they they came in playing really, really well. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if there was a better four seed in one A in the state than than them. Um, you know, they got first of all they got size. And you, you know, they, the Orth kid at six 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 in the middle um, does a really nice. He's one of the best shot blockers in the state. Just really good timing, and he can he can score it in the paint, play above the rim. Um, then the they have the, uh, I think his name, 15, was Buck, uh, left-hander that can shoot it and take it to the rim. He was 6'5"-ish. Um, so real, really two tough kids there. And then the, the guy that kind of makes them go, uh, I, I thought, is uh, the, the guard. I was really impressed with him, watching him on film. Um, uh, Titus, I'm going to butcher the last name, but I think it's Spoboda. Um, just overall, like, he can take it right. He can take it left. He can shoot it really well. Shooting it, he reminds me of uh, hours up from Hillcrest. So just a smooth stroke that looks like it's going in every time he lets it go. So, um, and then you know they got really good uh, role players. You know the Bauer, the underclassman, the junior uh, Bauer. You know he was averaging fourteen. Um, and then and then Whaley, left-hander guard takes it hard to the hole, um, doesn't shoot it as much as the other guys, but handles it well. So, And then they have a couple kids off the bench. So they had a really nice uh, a nice team. Like, uh, honestly, like on any given night, they could beat anybody in, in our district or sub-state. So obviously they can. They beat the, the one seed in the, 
the other side of the uh, substate just uh, like two weeks before. So, um, yeah, just a really good team. All right. Well, uh, Scotty, another thing Scotty and I was talking about, you know, we, we watch a regular season game and guys are banging into each other and hitting the floor and getting stitches and bleeding, sweating. The game's over. They're, they're drenched in sweat. It doesn't look like they, they could give you any more than they already are. You know, because they want to win those games. But yeah. uh, in the playoffs, it seems like there's some kind of other gear that they get into. And, and you know, Scott and I just can't believe how, how much better they play in the playoffs. They do in a regular season. What, what you know, I mean, I know everything's on the line. But how does a player find that other gear? Well, I think they realize that, like, every, every single possession in the postseason matters, right? Because they all add up. And... You know, you only have a finite number of possessions per basketball game. So, like the teams that come out and like are don't play hard every um, every possession. Like, don't get back hard if you're not going to chase the loose ball. You know, if you, if you're not going to put your body in front of somebody to take a charge. You know, those teams are usually going to uh, bow out for a second round. Um, you might be somebody strictly on talent, but eventually talent, you're going to match up with somebody that's, you know, right there with you talent wise. So you really, I mean, it's, it's postseason is about taking care of the ball, getting shots up, um, getting back on deep, just doing all the little things. And then obviously you got to put the ball in the hole a little bit and make some baskets. But, um, you know, it, it, for the most part, scores in the postseason usually drop a little bit just because of that intensity and, you know, people are making sure they're taking care of the ball and, and uh, it, so possessions can go a little longer and yeah, but definitely it's, um, it's a little more intense. Yeah. Um, uh, Rex Hutler was a, a baseball player, spent 10 years in the minor leagues and he would admit that he didn't have the talent that everybody else had, but he said, there ain't anyone ever out hustled him all the time. You know, uh, yep. do you, do you see, you know, where does talent and hustle meet and, and create greatness? Yeah, I, I think that's something, you know, internally on each, in each individual, right? It's, it's um, you know, you can, you can try to coach that a little bit and you can, you can get kids to play harder and, and uh, do the little things, but each kid has something in, inside them that, um, that they want to, win or perform well or you know dominate their opponent and um so it's just a matter of finding that and bringing it out and then um and some of them like they go so hard you almost have to harness them a little bit and uh, reel them back but um yeah it's I, I would say that's mainly an individual characteristic that um these kids have and and um it's, it's all about them performing well for their teammate, not letting their brother down and, and doing the right things. Well, I interviewed Jess Sells one time when he was talking about when he, he coached Iowa Wesleyan, you know, and he says the coach can call a play. He can call a timeout. He can talk about doing things, but at the end of the day, the players have to execute, you know, exactly. uh, and it goes back to what you're kind of saying. There's gotta be something inside that player, uh, yep. that you can't coach and that you can't teach. Yep, Exactly. All right. Well, uh, can you kind of go over the statistics, the points, and the rebounds, and, and the, the steals and whatnot of the game? 
Yeah, I think uh, Cam led us. Um, I think he had 18 points, 11 rebounds, three big blocks. He um, he was he was getting off the floor well that night. Um, um, it was a few days ago, so it's hard to remember here. But I think Abram had 15 points, eight rebounds. Um, Gabe Hemsworth had a huge game for us, 12 points. Yeah, uh, Scotty Melvin said that Hemsworth was a big part of your win. Yeah, he was perfect from the field. Really, uh, he was five for five overall, and that includes two for two from three. Um, so he he really did a nice job of finding lanes, cutting the guys, finding them, and finishing shots. Uh, Carter Lloyd had another nice night. I believe he had 10. Um, and again, he did a really good job of cutting and finding shots that he's comfortable with and finishing. Um, so that put four of us in, uh, four of the kids in double figures. And then Jake hit a couple threes, so he ended up with six. Um, so, yeah, it was a good, nice, good, balanced night. Jake also had six assists, I think, so he moved the ball well. Um, Cole Milks, uh, did he just get an offer to college or something? He committed um, to Graceland for football. Oh, well, that's the same school that offered uh, uh, Carter Lloyd. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yep. Well, that's outstanding. Can you tell him for me, uh, um, I really like the Graceland program. I think their coach is, is excellent. Uh, it seemed like they're a, a team on the rise. Uh, and I couldn't be prouder of him for yeah, you know, continuing his education and playing football. I think they're going to bulk him up and make him a linebacker too. So that that'll be good. He should be in that very athletic linebacker. Well, you you you've coached him in football and in basketball. He seems like the kind of guy that'll play any position, do any play any role, come off the bench, start, wide receiver, linebacker, quarterback, whatever. You know, uh, tell me a little bit about that kid's mental makeup and and uh, his athletic. Yeah, definitely. Like his athleticism is is crazy. He um, he's like one of the bounciest kids I've I've ever seen. He can really really jump and he runs well. Um, yeah, and like you said, like he is willing to do uh, whatever it is um, for the team to to win. Um, you know, we didn't have him last year in basketball, um, or maybe it was two years ago, uh, but. Um, He's he's improved so much uh, for us and, and been a huge uh, key for us this year, giving us more depth. And he started a handful of games and done a fantastic job there. So, yeah, he's gonna he'll get in that program and he'll do whatever they want him to do. If they want him to bulk up and play linebacker, he'll he'll do that, and I'm sure he'll excel and be fantastic at that. You're kind of lucky. You got you know at least four kids on the team with. Uh, they're going to go on and play in college, aren't you? Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's that, that's uh, you, you need the talent <laughs> for sure if you're going to go deep in the playoffs, which it looks like you guys are capable of doing. Well, let's switch over and talk about this Notre Dame game. Uh, tell me everything you know about Notre Dame and how they like to do things. Well, they're a little bit different than their teams in the past. They've always seemed to have like a six seven, six eight kid in the in the middle. They, <laughs> they don't have that this year. They're their biggest guy is about six three, but he's he's a guard. Um, so they they play really great team team man to man defense and move the ball really well and, and uh, on offense. Um, really, no weak spots that you can just uh, ignore uh, when you're guarding defensively. So it, it starts with them with two guards, Liam Delaney and Shea Stevens. Both are um, you know fantastic players can shoot it, can take it to the rim, uh, move the ball really well. Um, then, then there are other guys, uh, 
Uh, next one would be Spencer Brandt, another guard that plays bigger, I would say, than than what he is. Um, he did a nice job. We played him twice last year, and and he, he played well both times, so he'll, he'll be a handful. Again, he's physical. He'll take it to the rim. Um, doesn't shoot it as much from three as other guys, but can make threes. Um, then they have uh, Getty Bull as a kind of their point guard. They kind of have two point guards, but um, very good on-ball defender. Uh, turns guys, turns them over. Um, he can. He's really improved at his shooting, so he can. He can. I think he's taken over seventy threes this year, and he's shooting from about thirty eight percent from three. So uh, we'll we'll have to account for him and uh, not give him any easy looks. And then inside, you know, they really only go. They got a couple guys that primarily play inside. Um, a Schwenker and a Kip kid. Uh, they're both about I guess six one ish, um, but. Um, they they play physical. Uh, they do a good job for not being as big as pretty much they're undersized every single night. But they do a really nice job of being physical, you know, trying to get guys off their spots. And they can score it also on the offensive end. Um, they do a nice job there. So, um, you know, just an overall really good test. Um, like I said, they're defensively, they've been really good. I think that's what what's gotten them to where they've been. Um, teams really having a tough time yeah, scoring against them. You had a pretty huh? challenging matchup with the four seed, uh, Danville. Yeah. Now you're up to the, the, the two seed, and, and as you climb the ladder, it, it always gets gets tougher. But I'm, I'm seeing you having tougher opponents. Uh, is that a benefit, or is it, or, or uh, does it just make everything harder? Well, both. Uh, I mean, a little bit of both, right? Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, you'd like to in order to get there, maybe you play a bunch of poor teams and have a cakewalk to state. <laughs> um, you know, that's if, you know, whoever comes out of this district and sub-state is going to be uh, well-tested, so they should be ready for whatever they might uh, face in Des Moines. But, you know, if you look at the BC Moore rankings, I think there are six or seven teams in the top 30 just in our uh, our district or sub-state. So um, it was kind of loaded with, you know, we're a, a fourth in BC Moore and Notre Dame was maybe eighth and Holy Trinity ninth. I know Waco was up there. Danville was up there. Um, North Mahaska is way up there. So there's a there's a lot of good teams in our, our bracket. So it's um, whoever makes it is going to deserve it, definitely. What are the key matchups in this game? Who, who, you know, um, I don't know if you're playing man-to-man or zone or whatever, but, you know, uh, who are their players that you're going to need to limit? And who, who, what are they like? What are the key matchups? You know, is it the guards? Is it the... the, the... Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go so much into individual matchups as overall. Like, we're going to have to make sure we take care of the ball. Um, they do, that's one of the things they do really well is turn turn other teams over and then get runouts. Um, so if we can be under 10 turnovers for this game, um, that'll be huge because obviously, like I said, I think we have a huge size advantage. Um, and if we can get shots on the board, we may be able to get some offensive rebounds and putbacks. Um, so first of all, we got to take care of the ball. Then it'll be, they do like to push the ball, so we got to get back on defense and find shooters right away. Um, 
you know, watching their last couple games, like um, teams just got lost knowing where their shooters were. and They got wide open looks. Um, we can't do that. Like we, you know, if, if they're going to make a shot, we have to have a hand in their face and make them make a tough shot. Um, no walk up three pointers and, and transition or, you know, we're helping off too far for too long and, you know, they get a wide open look. So, and then we got to guard the dribble because they're, they'll be a little bit quicker than us. Um, so we got to move our feet, play with our hands off and keep them off, off the foul line. Well, I'm not a, uh, an astute basketball guy. You know what I mean? I don't know the ins and outs or the X's and O's uh, of the game, but if I had a smaller team going up against a, a bigger team, I try to shoot over them. Uh, uh, is that a strategy that, that that you would use if you had that situation, or uh, do you think that could be a winning strategy? Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what they do. I mean, they're they're either hitting open threes or they're getting to they're penetrating to the middle, and they do a really good job of sharing the basketball. So um, they, I don't know, I, I don't know their assist numbers right off the end, but um, they're an un, unselfish team, so they're. Their guards will drive, you know, you'll have a big come up to help and they'll kick off to number one or number four or whoever's down there for an easy bucket. So um, it's, yeah, they're, I mean, they're going to be tough to defend, like just because of their makeup and their shooting ability and their quickness. So, um, yeah, that's, that's one of the things that they probably look to do is spread us out and shoot it. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about where is this game? I know that everything's neutral sites now. I know the game is Tuesday, and I know it starts at 7, but I don't know where it is. Yep, we'll be over at Mediapolis. Oh, so you'll be at Mediapolis. Oh, that's probably a gym you played at a time or two. Yep, yep, definitely. So, uh, is that a big gym? Or? Uh, it's a decent size. Um, you know, it's. It, I wouldn't say it's huge. It's probably a little bit bigger than ours, but um, but like you said, we've been over there many times, so uh, we're definitely familiar with it. Well, you got to, um, you know... Uh, you have a huge fan base, you know. Um, maybe uh, against Don Bosco, maybe they helped you, you know, by having so many people up there and everything. What what does the what does the crowd mean to your team, and, and can they inspire you to win? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The crowd's um, huge for us. You know, the the kids know they have ton of a ton of support over here, and you know, like like our last game, it was it was packed on our sideline, so. Um, it was, I can't remember if it was a red out or a black out, but you just saw a sea of that color, um, across our sideline, which was really cool. So, um, and they're, you know, they, they get loud for us when they need to get loud and hopefully we, we do some things that get them excited and, and, uh, we can get loud again over at Mediapolis, but, um, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a, a ton of people there, you know, um, we're getting down to the towards the end here and and uh most of these other schools usually go just to watch and check it out so it'll it'll probably be packed over there this is where we played new london last year so um you know that and that was a packed house so it's always a fun environment all right well uh that's about all the questions i have is there anything we didn't get to talk about or that you wanted to put out there um no i i, I don't think so um I think we got everything covered. I will say, um, you know, the one thing we talked about with the boys before our game with Danville is their over the last three years their home record. Um, we we're thirty-two and one over the last three years at home, 
going into that game. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it was a big deal for them to close that, close it out at home, uh, finish with a 33 and one record over the last three years at home. And, you know, that, that just kind of goes back and shows you the support we have um, over here and, and the type of home court advantage we have. So um, that was a pretty, pretty cool moment. And the kids were pretty jacked up about that. But other than that, no, I'm just ready to play another game. Well, um, if you get past this round, uh, I'm going to be calling the Holy Trinity uh, North Mahaska game. So I may okay. have a little uh, insight for you. Uh, uh, I've seen Holy Trinity play a lot. I haven't seen uh, North Mahaska, but I'm told they're a little unorthodox, but they got a lot yep. of talent. Uh, the, the team yeah, last year uh, was very good, but they, they uh, graduated three outstanding seniors from last year so i don't know yeah. uh, exactly what's going on there but uh um it's a good school yep yep definitely just get ready for a lot of threes they're again they're north mahaska is a little bit on the smaller side so um they they get shots up uh, they get a lot of shots up so yeah it should be an exciting game all right well thanks so much for being with us yep thank you